going to read from there, beginning with verse 19. Revelation chapter 3, beginning with verse 19. Always an honor to get to preach here at Lighthouse to my friends and family. Amen. Jesus said, letters in red, amen, the writing in red, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore be zealous, which it's interesting that he is saying, Brother Buford, to be zealous to the church that was known for its lukewarmness, praise the Lord. Therefore be zealous and repent, and behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. Amen. Let's pray tonight. Lord Jesus, we love you, God. We're so thankful for your grace and your mercy, your power, your love. We're so glad, God, and excited about your word. We want you, Lord, to touch us and draw us even closer, Lord, by your spirit and your word tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. Everybody said in Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You can be seated. I'm going to talk to you tonight about opportunity knocks. Opportunity knocks. Let me spend, and, and let me just ask you this. If you'll just give me... 25 or 30 minutes of your, uh, and maybe not even that, if I can get through it quicker than that, I will, but give me 25 or 30 minutes of your undivided attention, amen, and I believe that I can say something tonight, praise the Lord, that will allow us all, amen, to have a better understanding and get a closer and deeper relationship with God, isn't that what we want? All right, amen, that's a good amen right there, praise the Lord. And so, just give me your undivided attention, just for a few minutes, and I want to talk to you about opportunity knocks praise the lord ultimately our goal and i believe that i believe that it's your goal i know it's my goal amen and that is to have a relationship with god can i get an amen i want nothing more than to be closer to him and understand him more and, and better praise the lord and i want him more active in my life and i want the meta manifestations of his spirit praise the lord to be evident in everything and everywhere that i go can i get an amen to that we know praise the lord and there are some things and i'm, I'm going to talk about quite a few things here in the beginning just to get to the ending praise the lord because it's there that i want to explain something and and, and hopefully uh, open your eyes to something that maybe we don't think about very often ephesians chapter 3 beginning with verse 20 says this now unto him that is able to do say able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages the world without end amen unto him that is able to do praise the lord one of the things that i have found that we very seldom doubt, and that is God's ability. Amen. In fact, Brother Justin, and we will probably hear it in every service that we are in, and Brother Justin, amen, was as he was leading and doing a great job at it, praise the Lord. He even in the prayer request said, don't we know a God that is able? Don't we believe that he is able to heal and deliver? And we, it seems that no matter what the circumstance is, no matter what somebody throws at us, amen, whether it be an ailment or a circumstance or a situation, we find ourselves as those that walk with God, God, we find ourselves being able to say, God is able. And I believe that we believe that, don't you? 
Amen. So let's talk about what that is. We understand, we know that God is omnipotent. Amen. That is a two-part word, omni and potent, meaning all-powerful, praise the Lord. It means that he has unlimited authority and infinite power. Do you believe that? That God is all-powerful. There is none beside him. There is none above him. There is none before him. Amen. God is God all by himself. And he sits on the throne. Amen. And Revelation reveals to us, praise God, that he sits there as one throne in heaven. And God Almighty sits there. Can I get an amen to that? He is omnipotent. He is all-powerful. There are some things that we know and the Bible teaches us and we have just experienced, amen, and we just know that there are some things that only God can do. Can I get an amen? Creation is one of those things and we look at his creation and surely in that creation we can understand that God is able and we recognize his omnipotence in his creation, amen. And I talked about it recently when we talked about space, they have shot satellites into space and they've been floating around out there brother Buford for decades amen traveling and traveling and sending back pictures amen and we have yet to find an end amen we still uh, though decades have gone by we are still amen discovering that there are other planets out there and stars amen and things that we did not know before and it seems to just go on and on and on if you can't look into space and see that God is all powerful amen that something something is missing amen because we can see that there is no end to it amen the oceans praise God if we look in the oceans and many of us are enamored by them and we look forward to vacations spent in them amen but there are parts of the ocean that are still even today in 2017 that are still undiscovered there are depths brother Justin that we simply as human beings cannot reach in the ocean amen we wouldn't survive praise God and it seems like every year somebody will pull a net up on a boat and they'll find a fish that nobody's ever seen before or or some kind of microbe that nobody's ever discovered and they need a name for it amen God is all powerful and we see it in his creation amen and we see it in humanity we see him in out in the creation of ourselves amen and what God has done in us childbirth praise the Lord is one of the most amazing things and one of the most miraculous things that unfortunately our world and our society is taking more and more for granted amen and valuing less and less praise God but if you can just if you've ever been a if you've ever been a parent you've ever been there when one of your children were born amen it is it is humbling in an experience amen and you realize that something that is so perfect and something amen that you can love so much hallelujah that God has created a perfect atmosphere for that to take place place he's all powerful amen he's able to do all things amen James chapter 4 verse 14 says whereas you know not what shall be on the morrow for what is your life it is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away amen we look at his powerful creation amen of our bodies and of our life and as complex and really as durable as they are they are still so very fragile amen can you imagine as durable and as some of the things people that uh, uh, survive explosions and car wrecks and 
fires and gunshots and all of those kinds of things. But if we just miss one heartbeat, hallelujah, our life can be ended as complex and as beautiful as it is. Amen. It's also very fragile. Can I get an amen to that? We look at his creation and all of the things that are in it, amen, and we find throughout Scripture, praise God, that God has used it in his omnipotence and in his ability, amen. He used birds, praise God, to feed prophets. He, amen, used the rain, amen, to bring forth his will when he was dealing with Noah and his family and he had him build an ark and he controlled the elements and brought the rain and he brought the floods because he's omnipotent and he's able and he's in control. Can I get and amen. He used the wind, amen, when Moses was standing there with his staff held high and he used the wind and he began to blow on the Red Sea, amen, and he controlling the elements and controlling, amen, even the sea and, and all that was in it was able to separate the Red Sea, amen, and they were able to cross, not just trudge through the mud, amen, but he blew enough wind overnight that he dried that out so that millions of Israelites could cross. I'm here to tell you, that God is able and God is omnipotent, amen. He caused a donkey to speak, to bring forth his will and to get his point across. He provided, amen, and I, glory to God, can I get an amen on this, but he provided to, the, to some of the disciples through the mouth of a fish, he brought a coin, amen, hallelujah. I'm excited about that. He stood in the front, amen, of a ship when all was going to die and everybody was going to be lost and he stood on the front of that ship and he commanded the wind and the rain and the waves, hallelujah, and he said, peace be still and watch this, because he's omnipotent, because he's all powerful, because he's able, hallelujah, those wind and waves and rain, it all stopped and ceased and calmed because they are his employees. They work for our almighty God, they are, hallelujah, the ones they serve him, hallelujah. He's in charge. He is able. He is all powerful, hallelujah. Can I get an amen? And it's, it's those things, hallelujah, that we tell those stories and we read these wonderful and incredible, miraculous accounts and powers and abilities, amen, that you and I do not possess. We can go through the Bible and you and I cannot do those things. You and I may never part a Red Sea. You and I, hallelujah, probably cannot command the wind and the rain and get them to do, amen. There are times that we have heard as some of our preachers have prayed and yes, God has answered prayers, but you and I are not in charge of the wind and the rain and you and I are not in charge of the storms and the waves. We just aren't. Our God is able and our God is in charge and he's all powerful, amen. But even though Oh, praise the Lord. We have never performed such great feats ourselves. Somehow, in the back of our mind, we know that God is able hallelujah it seems like no matter what stories we tell it seems like the accounts that we bring we just accept them and embrace them by faith knowing that we serve an all-powerful God we serve an omnipotent God and we seem to never struggle with his ability we never question can he we never have that a moment where we say well I'm up against something I just don't know if God can 
do it. Hallelujah. Has anybody ever asked that question? I've never wondered if God could do it. I've never questioned God's ability. I can say wholeheartedly, maybe there are times I've wondered when or how or if. Hallelujah. But I never wondered, could he? I've always known God is omnipotent. I've always believed that there is nothing that can slow him down. I've always known that if I had something, praise God, that needed needed taken care of, it was not too big for my God. Amen. Salvation is something else that only God can bring. Amen. We can look through the Old Testament and we find some of the most, uh, praise the Lord, some of the worst cases of human behavior. Amen. We look around, we read the paper, maybe we watch the news. Amen. And we see all of the things that take place. But I'm here to tell you, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, if you want to see humanity at some of its worst behavior, you can flip through the black and white pages of this Bible. Amen. We can find in the Old Testament that there were kings that betrayed God, that walked away from him, that failed him. We know that King David, the one in whom it says he was after, he was the one after God's own heart. We know that he failed and he, he flopped in his life. There was moments where he was immoral. There were moments where he was dishonest. There were moments where he failed God. Hallelujah. There were prophets, amen, that lost hope. There were brothers that rose against brothers. There were children that deceived their fathers. There were families that split there were people that murmured hallelujah and even from the old testament today till today there are people that murmur can i get an amen and complain praise god so we can look and see that there are things amen that are experienced in the in some of the worst cases of human behavior in the old testament amen but god some of those men and women in the old testament they found a place where they begged god it was david that maybe we would say is one one of the worst cases that found himself laying prostrate before the Lord and saying, renew in me a right spirit, create in me a clean heart. And God restored King David, hallelujah, to his rightful throne. Amen. He, he, he fought wars for David. He battled for David. He stood in the gap for David. Hallelujah. That's just one example. I'm here to tell you that only God has that kind of mercy and grace. That only God has that kind of power to forgive. That only God has that kind of power to restore he's able hallelujah he's able to do it in your life and in my life we can look to the new testament amen and there are plenty of, of, of opportunities for us to find amen where there are those that were some of the worst cases of human behavior but our lord walked this earth amen our god came down off the throne and became flesh amen and he dwelt among us and he forgave sins where amen we're never even whenever he was being indicted for it praise God there were times when those that were the know-it-alls would say to him only God can forgive sins and they'd want to condemn him and they'd want to stone him amen but you know what God is all powerful God is omnipotent and God is able praise the Lord and knowing that he's the one true God and the only one able he forgave sins anyway hallelujah even though there were those that thought he shouldn't be and couldn't be amen he did it anyway you know why he's omnipotent amen 
He pardoned a woman that was caught in her sins. And it didn't matter to him if anybody agreed. He turned the life of Paul around that was persecuting the church. But he didn't just turn him around. He didn't just all powerful forgive him. Amen. But he made Paul one of the main leaders of the very church that he was persecuting. Only your God and my God can do something like that. Only your God and my God can turn a life around. That that complete 180. Hallelujah. Can I get an amen? Praise God. If we bring it to the, to the continued New Testament, if we bring it to the modern day, we can look around in this room right here, in this church right here, hallelujah, and there are cases where folks were addicted to drugs. There are cases in this church where folks were as immoral as they could be. There are folks that knew what it was to lie, cheat, and steal for everything that they got, amen. There were folks in this church, amen, that, hallelujah, have split families. There are people that suffer disease. There are people that walk in here with chronic illnesses but I'm here to tell you just like in the Old Testament just like in the New Testament today in modern day I'm here to tell you your God is able your God is all powerful your God is omnipotent hallelujah he can do it he's done it and he's doing it today hallelujah amen amen he can do anything and it seems that we don't have any problem Believing that. It seems that when we hear those great testimonies of the drug addict that says, I overdosed a half a dozen times, but here I stand in a church. Hallelujah. There are those, amen, that when we hear them say, amen, from a, from a, church, from a church pew in a testimony service, and they say, my marriage was on the rocks, and I didn't know where I was going to turn, and I didn't know how we were going to reconcile, amen, but by the grace and the mercy of God. I'm here to tell you there's only something things that God can do there are some things in our life and in this life amen that we are completely dependent upon an omnipotent God hallelujah one that is infinite in his authority hallelujah and all powerful in all things amen we serve an awesome and powerful God no question but he never desired to be a distant provider I wish I had a few more amens God desires and requires a relationship with his people amen God never wanted to just sit on his throne and call the shots he desires to have a relationship with his people amen one of the most powerful attributes of our omnipotent God Listen to me, because now I'm getting, I'm getting to the point where I want to teach to you and preach to you. And I, I've, still, I've still got a few minutes left. One of the most powerful attributes of our God is His willingness. Can I get an amen? Come on now, I just preached a bunch of powerful, able stuff to you, and you were with me. One of the most powerful things that our God can, uh, one of his most powerful attributes is his willingness, amen, to be and to remain to be involved in a relationship with an imperfect people. 
Can I get an amen? All of those stories that we mentioned in the Old Testament, amen. And we talked about how powerful God was when Moses stood there with his staff, amen, and was trying to part the Red Sea. Do you understand that God was not just being powerful in that situation, he was also being willing in that situation. That when David was messing up, when the prophets were making mistakes, when people were making mistakes in the New Testament, and today, amen, do you understand that God is not just being omnipotent, that God is not just being able and all-powerful. He's also being willing to be involved in our lives and touch us and make a difference. Amen. Able seems to never be in question. Amen. Luke chapter 5, if you will. Amen. Luke chapter 5, beginning with verse 12. And it happened when he was in a certain city that, behold, a man who was full of leprosy saw Jesus and fell on his face and implored him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, watch this, you can, hallelujah, make me clean. Lord, if you are willing, you can. Here is a man, amen, full of leprosy. And let me add a little bit of background to this story, amen. When Jesus happened upon this man, up until this point, there was never a record of someone being healed of leprosy and sent to the high priest, amen, to have it proven. Anybody know that? Up until this moment, no one has on record in the, in the Old Testament or the New Testament been healed of leprosy. Now, I'm not talking about Moses sticking his hand in his coat and it comes out leprous and then he sticks it back in and it comes out clean. I'm talking about an actual leper, amen, being cleansed of their leprosy. And in this case, amen, this is a leper that never questioned God's ability. Amen? This is a man that has found himself at the feet of Jesus. And he didn't say, I hope you're able to do this, amen. He said, if you're willing, I know you can. Praise God. And so, amen, the, Jesus responded to him and he put out his hand and he touched him and saying, he said, I am willing, be cleansed. 2 Peter 3, 9, the Lord is not slack concerning his promises. Some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Can I tell you today that regardless of how rotten you have been, regardless of how bad your life has been, no matter what the mistakes are that you have made, amen, God is not willing that you should perish, amen. What does that mean? It means he is willing to forgive you. That he's not only powerful enough to forgive you, he's not only powerful to relieve you of your sins, he's not only powerful enough, amen, that when you go down in baptism in Jesus' name, he's not only powerful to wash away and cover your sinful state, amen, and cause you to come up out of the water a new creature in Christ Jesus. The powerful thing is he's willing to do that. Can I get an amen? Amen. He's willing to do that. In every example, amen, that we've given, he has exemplified and demonstrated his power, amen, but he was acting out of a willingness to be in a relationship with his people. God desires to be in a relationship with us. God desires to be on that two-way street, that two-way street with his people, amen. Can I get an amen? 
Revelation 3.20 that we read in our opening text, Behold, I stand at the door and knock, and if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in unto him and dine with him, and he with me. Watch this. This is, this is, a, uh, this is a, a portrait of God, hallelujah, and his long-suffering. It says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. What a picture, amen, of Jesus Christ. And this, is, this was in red letters, amen. We know that Jesus said this himself. He said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. Hallelujah. I'm in, a, I'm in a, a customer service, praise the Lord, in my job, amen. And I go house to house many times, amen. And I, I, I went to uh, three different homes today, praise the Lord, just to do work today, amen. And there are many times where I come to the front door and I have an appointment and I've talked to them on the phone and I've got them on the calendar, amen. And I knock or I ring the doorbell, praise the Lord, and I, I hear the, do- the dog go berserk behind the door, amen. And I hear him, I hear the dog flipping out in there. The next thing I know, I'll, I'll hear some little kid just screaming and I'll watch them bolt across the, the front door window as they're running across the room and sometimes I hear them fall or something to crash, amen, something like that. And, and you could tell that there's somebody behind the door, amen, trying to put a dog away or corral a kid, amen, and and then I'll stand there for a few minutes and nobody comes to the door and nothing happens, amen, so I'll knock again or I'll try the doorbell again. Sometimes I ring the doorbell, it doesn't work. I have to continue to knock, amen, but I stand there and I knock. What a picture this verse is of God's long-suffering with us, amen, where he is standing at the door, he is knocking on the door. You know good and well that there are times where we are sitting there and we don't answer the door, we don't, we, amen, maybe we are in such a state, praise God, that we don't hear the knock at the door our relationship has grown cold enough amen that we don't recognize the doorbell is ringing or those types of things amen but God continues to knock amen he desires to come in with us in every amen in every relationship praise God there has to be a willingness that is going both ways I work in the service trade, I knock on the door, somebody's got to be willing to come to the door. Amen? Somebody's got to be willing. Luke chapter 11 says this. And he said unto them, which of you shall have a friend and shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, friend, lend me three loaves for a friend of mine is in his journey is come to me and I have nothing to set before him. So I want, to make a, I want to make a point here. This is Jesus talking again. This is Jesus te- teaching us a lesson. Amen. And he says, which of you shall have a friend and go to that friend at midnight and say friend. Friend is used many times in here because I think he's trying to indicate that this is his friend. Amen. And have nothing to set before him. So let me, let me just make one point right here. This is a man that is knocking on the door of his friend's house. And the house and the, and the friend is empty and doesn't have bread and has nothing to offer. Amen? Has nothing to offer him. He is at the door knocking with nothing to bring to the party. Nothing to offer that man. Amen? And so it says, and he from within shall answer and say, trouble me not. The door is now shut. And my children are with me in bed, and I cannot rise and give thee. I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needeth. Watch this. 
Jesus in this story and in this lesson that he is teaching, amen, is putting himself in the position of a friend. Wednesday night, Dodd? He is, he is teaching a lesson saying, this man came to the house of his friend and knocked on the door, and that man answered and said, I'm not coming to the door. I'm busy. Kids are asleep. I'm not going to answer. And it says that he continued to knock, nothing to offer, amen. And that friend, not because, I'm still in scripture, not because he was his friend, got up and got him some bread. Can I get an amen? So even though this man found himself being somewhat of a nuisance, found himself in a position where he's at his friend's house, but now because of his, he's got nothing to offer, now because he's being uh, annoying, now because he's being inconvenient, amen, he has now kind of worked his way where his behavior has brought him outside of the relationship of the friendship, amen, but because he continued to knock and knock again and knock again and ask again, that man ended up getting out of bed, not because he was his friend or was doing it because of their relationship but he got up because that man refused to quit knocking at the door oh hallelujah amen I, I, I wish I wish I was maybe more clear I wish maybe I was just a better preacher amen praise God but I'm here to tell you this that there's a two way street with the opportunities that God brings us hallelujah there's that first opportunity when God is knocking at our door and God is trying to get our attention and God is providing us with an opportunity hallelujah whether it be for salvation or healing or deliverance or strength or just some kind of answer or provision amen but there are the moments where he's not where he's trying to get our attention and he says if you'll just open the door hallelujah I'll come in and I'll dine with you and you with me hallelujah but once that relationship is established it now becomes a two way relationship and there are going to be moments where you and I have nothing to offer there are going to be moments where we come to him empty handed there are going to be moments where our behavior has brought us outside of a healthy relationship with God but if we'll continue to knock, if we'll continue to seek, if we'll continue to ask, if we'll continue to cry out, if we'll continue to pray, I'm here to tell you, he'll answer, he'll open, he'll, he'll have you find, praise God. Opportunity knocks. This is a two-way street, praise God, where God, hallelujah, is setting before us opportunities. And they happen every day, amen. When we open our eyes, hallelujah, in the, in the whether it's a beautiful day or a rainy day or a stormy day and our feet hit the floor, I'm here to tell you, God is standing there knocking, saying, let me come in. Let me be a part. Let me participate. I want to be in your life, hallelujah. But there's got to be, amen and a willingness for us to get up out of our place and go answer the door. I wonder how many times God has been knocking at the door and we've, we've had too much pain in our body for too long and we refuse to get up out of our place. I wonder how many times God's been knocking at the door and we sat there because we said my relationship is in shambles. My marriage is on the rocks. I'm in depression. I'm too sick. I'm too hurt. I'm too distanced. Amen. 
man, I'm all alone, praise God. And he continues to knock and he continues to bang on the door. Hallelujah. And he says, if you'll just open your heart, if you'll just open your mind, if you'll just be willing to get up and shuffle over to the door and turn the knob, if you'll just put forth a little bit of effort, if you'll just take one step in front of the other, one left foot in front of the right foot, and you'll come and open the door, guess what? I'm going to come in and I'm going to sit with you at the table and we're going to dine and you're going to get full and you're going to partake a man in a relationship with me hallelujah and we sit there amen like the service man banging on the door and we could hear I know God could hear the excuses and he could hear the weaknesses and he could hear the failures and he could hear the refusals amen saying I'm just going to fold my arms and I know God is moving and I know God is touching and I know God is directing and I know there's a prayer meeting and I know there's a Bible study and I know there's a lost neighbor and I know that there are all of these opportunities but you just don't understand where I'm at you just don't understand what I'm going through and from the other side of the door he can hear everything that's going on but he continues to knock he continues to stay there he refuses to leave he refuses to abandon you or forsake you or neglect you or leave you hallelujah what an awesome God to have all of that ability but he just wants me to answer the door hallelujah isn't that awesome brother Buford that our God is willing willing to keep knocking and then we get in this relationship with him and we start to serve a life with the almighty God that's able to do all things he's omnipotent omniscient omnipresent amen and we have opportunities now that we have allowed him in, we have opportunities, amen, that we can initiate the knock. Knocking always brings opportunity. Let's stand together. In life, amen, things happen and things take place. We get busy. Can I get an amen? We get jaded. Can I get an amen? We get calloused. All right, now you're getting it. We get hurt. We get disappointed. We get discouraged. We get sick. We get let down. And life ain't all that bad. But those things happen to us, and it's those things that happen to us that bring us into a position, amen, if you'll allow me. I know you're standing. It brings us to a position that when God is trying to move in our life, and I don't just mean in our services or prayer meetings, Bible studies, Sunday morning, Sunday night, and our different events that we have. Everybody know that, that God even moves at our events? Okay, good. Those things happen to us in life and we find ourselves in a position where we hear the knock at the door. You know, our, our praise and worship team, they, I know that they pray about everything that they do. I know that they pray about everything that they put forth. I know our pastor and anyone else that graces this pulpit for any reason in our Sunday school classes and, and all of the other things, they put a lot of prayer and study and effort into those things. And I know 
that in those moments, God is knocking. And he's giving us opportunities and has given us an opportunity. Amen. But life calluses us and lets us down and disappoints us. And sometimes we come here, and, and, and I'm, I'm just as guilty. I'm, I'm preaching to Brother Keith, too. There are times where I come in here, and I've worked overtime in a day, and I'm, I'm tired, and I drag in here. And I, I, sometimes I've just got jeans and a shirt on, and I did good to, to get it and get it on and make it here and get out of the car and drag in here and stay awake. Can I just be honest? Folks that nod off once in a while, give me an amen. All right. Brother Miller, wake up and get up. We're about to dismiss. No. I've never seen Brother Miller nod off. I'm just, I'm just teasing him. But we come in here and God is knocking. How many of you ever heard that our Lord is a gentleman? You know what God won't do? God won't go SWAT team on you and kick the door down. You don't want to get up? He'll keep knocking. He's not going anywhere, but he's not going to kick that door open. You don't want to get up? You don't want to respond? You don't want to reply? You don't want to answer the door? And you know I'm not just talking about in church. I'm talking about in our lives every single day. Every single day. On Monday when there's no church going on, God is knocking. If we refuse to take advantage of that opportunity, Sister Sorrels, we miss out. We miss out. And if we find ourselves in those opportunities and our relationship is with God, amen, and we have moments where all we had to do was ask. Ask, because that story is finished with this. After the man got up and got him the bread and said, here, t t take all the bread, get out, go, go home, stop knocking, quit beating on the door, go, 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 here's your blessing, here's what you asked for, here's what you wanted. He said, anyone that asketh, receiveth. Anyone that seeketh, findeth. Anybody that knocks, it shall be opened to them. Lord, I know you can if you're willing. I just told you, he's more than willing. He's not only able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think, according to the power that worketh within us. We don't have a problem with that, right? He can do above even our wildest imagination. And he will do. He will do. Amen? Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we love you, God. We're so thankful for your grace and your mercy. I'm so glad for your power and your spirit. I'm so thankful, God, that you are willing to be in a relationship with us, that you're willing to knock, oh God, even when I'm hard-headed, even when I refuse, even when I'm reluctant, even when I procrastinate, even when I'm too busy, too callous, too weak, oh God, you continue to knock, I pray, Lord, that I wouldn't let another opportunity pass.